Hello, everyone. Welcome to Riding in Cars with Cats. My name is Mike Tanner, and today, unlike many episodes in the past, you will actually be riding in a car with the cat, uh, myself, of One Red Cat. And today, I'm going to talk a little bit about ego. And I don't want anyone to feel scared. I want Everyone needs to know this is a a spot where I'm not laying any judgment per se. Um, but I'm also going to ask that you take very serious what I have to say, and that maybe you ask yourself some questions that you don't necessarily want to ask yourself. So the real question from this conversation, this has come from a, a few recent events that I've sort of experienced, but the real question that I have is, do you believe in yourself? And as entrepreneurs, we are trained to say, absolutely. I have a great idea and it's going to really just crush all the competition. I'm going to, this is going to be the best idea that anyone has ever had in this field. I'm going to disrupt. I'm going to change the game. It's, it's going to be all these things. But the question is, do you actually believe in yourself? Do you actually believe it when you say that? Because if you really, at your core, a hundred percent believe that, I don't believe you. I think that believing in yourself is such a, a big struggle for people because, you know, you've got things in your way, like imposter syndrome, where you feel like, well, maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I, maybe I'm jumping into this ahead of, you know, where I think I am. And, and then you have people who are very purposely engaging in leading people to believe that they're, you know, further ahead, more advanced, more skilled, more experienced, et cetera, than they actually are. And when you, when you end up combining all these things, you end up with this real question of like, does, who believes in themselves? Does anybody really? And the ones who do, are they doing it honestly? Are they doing it dishonestly? And so I think of believing in yourself as believing in the direction you are headed. And I think that this is an important distinction to make. I don't believe in your own personal treasure map. I don't believe that you have a, you know, an exact route to get to where you need to go. And that that route is definitely going to be the way to get there. And it's definitely going to work. I think that there's a lot of changes that can happen along the way that you need to be very wary of. And so I really want people to think about things, not necessarily in terms of, I need to walk 25 paces and turn right and march down a hill and turn left at the, you know, the tree with the orange glow, all, all these kind of, you know, mythical journey, these epic concepts. I, I don't want people to think of things like that. I want you to think of things like a compass direction. What way are you headed? And do you believe in that particular direction? Some of you probably know, probably a, probably a lot of you know, because I tend to talk about it a lot, but One Red Cat has not for the last five years been my, my big gig. My big gig has been trying to raise two formidable opponents um, <laughs> that I have as toddlers. Uh, my son is in grade one. My daughter's in preschool. She's three and a half. 
And my job for the last almost six years now, as of later this month, has been to try to help them figure out who they are and try and be the best versions of themselves. You know, those are cheesy ways to talk about things, but I've really liked the, the concept of the best version of yourself. I think that we could all stand to think of things in, in that light rather than necessarily saying, I want to be the next, you know, Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, Oprah, whatever the case may be that you want to be the next big thing. I think that we would do ourselves a, a real service by thinking of being the best version of ourselves. And that involves being very, very honest with ourselves about that part, about the idea that this hasn't been my full-time gig is the idea that one red cat has not grown at the exact pace that as a business owner, I would love it to have grown at, but I also didn't have the capacity to actually meet demands beyond what I was actually taking on. Um, in fact, in, in many cases, I took on the absolute max and, and really struggled to find that balance in a lot of ways. But despite not knowing what the exact route would be, despite not knowing exactly how I needed to get from point A to point B, I knew that the direction I was going was what I wanted to do. I knew when I started building websites that I wanted to bring on more services that would be of a of a larger scale, sort of a complete, complete concept of what people were looking for. Uh, I knew that I wanted to develop content for people. I knew that I wanted to help people develop their brand. I knew that I wanted to help people manage how that brand was seen via social media and via various marketing formats, but I didn't necessarily know how. I knew the direction I wanted to go was that I wanted to go from a guy building websites at 11 o'clock at night to an agency helping businesses go further. So I, I knew that part, but I didn't necessarily know the exact path to get there. And I think one of the great things that I was able to do through this period is to find people that I think did have a good grasp on what that route would look like and engage them for assistance. So fellow marketers, fellow, fellow social media uh, consultants, web developers, CEOs in some cases, public speakers, educators, I went out and I sought people that I trusted and people that I believed what they were doing was right. And I asked for their guidance in to basically look at what I was doing and determine what they thought about that. Uh, at one point, I developed a personal board of directors, which if you're not familiar with, it's a, a really powerful experience, actually. What you basically do is you put power in the hands of individuals you know or trust or whatever it is, and you basically ask yourself, what would they do? And so this can mean actually asking what they would do, which is what I did. I actually contacted my personal board of directors and at one point asked them, what do you think I should be doing? This is, this is the crossroads I've come to and I'm looking for some input and some advice. But it can also just be that, you know, you, you might decide that the Dalai Lama is on your personal board of directors. And what that entails, it's a little bit different is saying, what do I think that person would do? Not what, 
what does that person tell me I should do? But what do I think that person would do? How do I think that person would react to this situation based on what they know of that, based on what I know of that person? And that's a really powerful experience and an experience I really, really, really enjoyed. I'm, I'm just about to send out my next sort of communication with them. I haven't stayed in touch with them directly in that, in that capacity as much as I should have. But I basically came to them when I was making a pivotal decision and asked what they thought. And what that comes down to is, is ego and belief. I believe in myself. I believe in my ability to impact the industry and the community around me. But I'm not so arrogant to believe that I know everything there is to know about everything. And I think that, you know, there's this term that's tossed around all the time by the CEO of Volta, Jesse Rogers, where he talked about lifelong learning. People who believe in themselves wholeheartedly, and I mean believe that everything they say is solid gold, are not lifelong learners. Because learning involves not only accepting new knowledge, but it involves accepting new perspectives in a lot of ways. I'll, I'll run an example by you that, that does not necessarily make me look fantastic, but uh, there is a local politician who made a comment, posted a video of him and his son jumping out of a car at an intersection and running around the, uh, around the car and hopping back in and driving off. And he, this particular politician called it a Chinese fire drill. I had always heard of that term for doing that. I'd never done it before because I thought it was kind of dumb to get out of your car and run around in a circle. But that being said, I had always heard it been called that. I didn't have any other perspective as to, as to where that came from. But what I didn't know was why that actual term came about. And it, it actually came about in regards to a deadly fire that broke out where because of disorganization, people died um, during a, a building fire. And so the term is meant to be critical of the way a certain group of people acted in this case uh, in China of an event and, and that was that ended up causing people to lose their lives. So I was open to the idea that, oh, wow, like this is something I did not know about. It is a term that I had accepted. I hadn't really used because, again, I hadn't hadn't done it, but I wouldn't think anything of someone using that term because I, I, I just that's the way I'd always heard about it. But I can believe in myself and still know that there are things out there that I am fundamentally wrong about or that I'm misinformed or uninformed about. And I think that this is where we need to draw the line and where I think people need to take a very, very strong glance in the mirror and say, when I say I believe in myself or when I say that I know what I'm doing or when I say that this is the right path or this is the right product or this is the right hire or whatever the case may be, am I willing to gain more information, even if it proves me wrong. And I love to be proved wrong because when I'm proved wrong, it means I have, I've learned something and I've grown as an individual. I don't mean I like to be wrong. I like when I am proved wrong on something. 
And I think that there's a, a great skill that you can really take into account in basically saying, I do not have all the answers. I feel confident in my abilities. I feel I'm going to be able to succeed based on what I know. But also the idea that I'm going to get more information when I need it. And so I want people to be really, really critical of the way they think about their beliefs. I want people to think about the idea that they could be wrong and work on the basis that you're right, but understand the idea that it's possible you're wrong. And if you're wrong, what does that look like? What does that mean? What does that, what impact does that have? And that's the way I want people to really think about believing in themselves and, and ego, because it's very easy to get pulled into this trap of believe in yourself and no one can stop you. And the fact is that you might have a real bad idea. There's an episode of Silicon Valley, which is a, one of my favorite uh, shows where one of the, uh, one of the people at a tech conference uh, called Disrupt, which is basically a, a pitch contest, one of the individuals has invented a heating system whereby you microwave yourself. He's very confident in, uh, in what he's doing, and he's obviously wrong. You cannot microwave yourself. It is not safe. But he's so confident. Because he's done the research and he's not willing to have anyone say otherwise. And I, I warn you to not be that person microwaving their body in the belief that they are infallible. And I think that you should really take the time to uh, figure out if there are people that you can rely on that are going to have information that you don't have. If there are people that are going to be able to give you a perspective that you've never considered. And if there are people that are going to be able to say, no, that's a bad idea, and have you legitimately think to yourself, is that a bad idea? Ego can absolutely kill you and crush everything you're trying to build. That was a very, very, I guess that sounded really negative at the end. So I guess in the end, believe in yourself too. <laughs> but be willing to understand that you, you could very well be wrong. I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Uh, that was fun. I always enjoy talking to people. I always enjoy knowing what people want me to talk about. So if you have an idea that you'd really want me to talk about to you then or with you, uh, please let me know. We're at One Red Cap Media on just what every platform. And we'd really love to hear what, uh, what everyone has to say about what we've been doing. We appreciate all the listeners. And uh, if you could... Share this, subscribe, rate us, preferably high. That would be greatly appreciated. Everyone have a great day, and we'll talk to you very, very soon.